Yo, yo. Now, my bad for the episode being a couple days late. Now, normally I try to release these episodes on a Wednesday, I believe. Now, but you know, I'm human, man. Sometimes shit kick in, normal life interferes, fatherhood, work, everything in between, man. But um, <laughs> I want to clap it up, man, for you guys out there supporting these episodes, man. Now, somebody, um, my homegirl, she texted me the other day and she said, these past few episodes have been heavy in that she feels like it can be mentally draining. Now, I want to say she's right. But I feel like, you know, me having a platform and me dropping these episodes, releasing these podcast segments, I feel like like it is my job to speak about real issues. Because, yeah, I can come on here, laugh, have fun, talk about sex and shit like that to kind of laugh about life. But real issues are also a part of life. And I feel like if I don't do my my due diligence and speak on real life as well and also mix it in with the with with the entertainment, with the fun, then I'm failing. Then you guys out there who listen to these episodes, who appreciate these episodes, who share them with your friends, who come back weekly and stay tuned in. I'm not doing my job, man. <laughs> I'm not. If I come on here and I avoid real life just for the sake of entertainment. But, oh, man. Ooh, I got some shit lined up this week. Let's clap it up, man. Brand new LCP. Now, on Instagram this week, I asked a question. The question was, okay, if you are in a relationship with a guy, you know, the guy's amazing. He's great. He has money. He's loyal. He's compassionate. He's considerate. He's everything you look for in a man. But... One day he tells you, hey, look, baby, you have kids. Now, I want you, but I do not want your kids. So I asked the question on Instagram, ladies, if a man said that to you, then what would you do? If a man told you, I want you, but not your kids. Now, would you pass up the chance of possibly having this amazing man in your life? You know, he he gifts you with money, with everything you could ask for. Or would you move on because simply your kids come first? Now, I know the easy answer would be, no, fuck that nigga. If you don't want me and the kids, we come as a package deal, I'm going to move on. But not everybody chooses that option. Now, I want to play for you guys a story of Brittany Gossany is her name. And she was in a relationship with a guy and she had three kids, I believe, ages six, seven and nine. And she killed one of her kids. Now, I could pick so many stories about this subject, but I want to center this around the story of Brittany Gossany. Now, the details of this fucking story is it's fucking outrageous, man. Now, I got the news clip pulled up, but at first, man, um, the first thing I want to get to, man, you guys out there showing love, showing support. Let's clap it up for y'all. Man. Let's clap it up. Jesus, man. Again, my cash app is dollar sign NYC story 718. Instagram is lunchroom chatter pod. You guys can click the link in the episode of this podcast. It says become a supporter. You guys can become become a supporter of the podcast for as low as 99 cents a month. Let's talk about it. Bitch, that's one dollar. 99 cents a month. I believe you can do a dollar a month. $5 or $10 a month. But I don't give a fuck if you guys sign up for $1 a month to support the podcast to help sustain future episodes. Again, I make these episodes by myself. I fund all my own content, the segments, the sound in which you guys love, the sound bites. You know I got to keep it brand new. Brand new LCP. I do it all by myself, man. But let's jump to the clip. This is the story of Brittany Gossany. Now, I want to come back and um, I'm... I got some shit to say about this, but then I'm going to play you guys the voicemails that some of y'all sent in. When I asked the question, again, the question was, if you are with a guy and the guy tells you, I want you and not your kids, would you stay? But before I even get to those voicemails, this is the story, a little bit, of Brittany Gossany and how she killed her six-year-old son. Thank you for joining us. I'm Liz Bonus. We begin with new information now at noon. A Middletown mother pleads guilty in the murder of her six-year-old son. 
Brittany Gosney was in court this morning, and our local 12's David Winter is now live just outside that courthouse. David, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Liz. Brittany Gosney pleaded guilty this morning to one count of murder, two counts of child endangering. She had been charged with 16 very serious counts, including murder, involuntary manslaughter, kidnapping, abduction, gross abuse of a corpse, child endangering, and tampering with evidence. She was arrested in March for murdering her six-year-old son, James Hutchinson. Police say the 29-year-old tried to abandon her three children in Rush Run Park in Preble County. As Gosney tried to drive away from her children, police say that James tried to get back into the car and was then run over and killed. After today's hearing, I asked the prosecutor about the fact that he is not referring to the defendant as James' mother. For all of those people that wondered, could this really have happened? How could anybody really do that? Is it possible that she would actually do that to her own child? The answer is yes. And when she did that, she gave up her right with this prosecutor to be called a mom or mother. Nagoski's boyfriend is also facing serious charges here. Police say that James Hamilton helped Gosney dump James, little James, off a bridge into the Ohio River. He faces 15 charges, including kidnapping, abduction, endangering children, and gross abuse of a corpse. He was in court today, and he will be back next week. He has so far not entered a plea. Now, after many days of exhaustive searching in the Ohio River, little James' body has never been found. With mandatory minimum sentencing here, Brittany now faces at least 21 years and as much as life in prison. Mm. Liz? Oh, that is just hard. That's Buddhist bitch. Now, as they said, sadly, the body of six-year-old has never been found. Now, I believe a couple weeks ago, she got sentenced to 21 years to life. I still feel like it's not enough because that's a six-year-old child, man. Kids don't ask to be here. The, the child is always innocent. Always. Because kids don't ask to be here. That's why people have always said anybody can have a child, but not anybody can be a parent. Like to have a child six years old, like my son is six, like they are dependent on you. Now, again, they're not infants. They have a sense of, you know, being independent. But in regards to love, care, affection, food, safety, they rely on you. So to drive your three kids out in the middle of the night. Because your boyfriend said, I don't want kids. Now, you try to abandon them behind a building. This six-year-old who loves his mom, he jumps on the car to not get abandoned. And he is hit and killed in the process. Like, when I tell y'all, man, like, again, anybody can have kids. Like, anybody can meet tonight at the club. You you know, you meet the man, you meet the girl you that you think is sexy. You guys can have one night stand sex and get pregnant. Now, just because you pregnant, it don't magically make you mature. Like getting pregnant doesn't make you mature enough to be a parent. It comes based on someone's own someone's own cognizance. And if they like really understand that having a child is not it's not a fad. Oh, I want to have a child so I can post cute pics on IG. No. Having a child is a lifelong job that you don't get paid for. You have to invest your time, your money, your effort, your sleep to become a parent. It's a lifelong job. Again, like I said, that you do not get paid for. So, again, going back to IG, man, the question was, if you are in a relationship and the man tells you, look, I want to be with you. But not the kids. What would you do? Now, this is the first, the first voicemail that I want to play for you guys, man. Here we go. Let's get straight into it. Um, a woman having a kid and meeting her quote-unquote dream man. And he doesn't want someone with kids. And he says, I want you, but I don't want someone with kids. Essentially, you don't want me because you don't want someone with kids. And I fit that description. So, I just feel like one... Like the man himself, he sounds confused. He sounds like he doesn't know what he wants. Because if you don't want a woman with kids, then 
you essentially cannot be with me because that's who I am. And lastly, I will never, ever want to be with a man who doesn't want my children around. That's not a dream man to anybody. Mm, because sis, you better preach, sis. Are your kids forever. And you can't turn that on and off because of a man. Mm. That's just my personal opinion. I will never call someone my dream man, no matter what you have, no matter what qualities you have. Because, And that's also why I think it is extremely important and necessary for us to have these conversations where we ask these men, say it or again. these men ask us everything we desire. Mm. And, and it comes from questions like, do you want to have children? What is your opinion on children's? All these questions, because it helps us determine, can we move forward? And now it's like, if you're not asking these questions and now you're too deep into it, it becomes a little bit more difficult. But if you ask in the beginning, mm. how do you feel about children? Do you like kids? And they go, nah, she that's hates kids. I don't want a woman with kids. Then that's your time to step. Step, step. Like, move forward. She said and step. She said do the Dougie, bitch. Do the stinky leg. You better step away. It's going to be a difficult mm. one to try to, you know, mm. be with. And that's fine if he doesn't want kids. That's totally fine. But it's like, if you don't want children, I have kids. Let's clap it up, man. Now, the one thing she said that I feel like was of the utmost importance. Now, ladies, again, she said, wait, what the fuck? Let, let me go back. Shit. You know, when I record these shits in the fly, she said something. I can't think of what she said. Oh, matter of fact, not. And now it's like, Hold if on. you're not asking these questions. I remember now. I know some of you motherfuckers laughed at me. Fuck you. But let me boo y'all for laughing. Fuck y'all. But she said the convo, the convo has to be had in the beginning. And I, I agree with that 1000% because like, I've said that on here before in the podcast that a lot of people now when they meet, they don't have serious convos with each other in person. You know, they skate around shit. They talk about this, talk about that, or they just fuck. They, they have sex. They go out. They follow each other on social media and they, they avoid having the real conversations. The serious conversations about, you know, like, like, what's your goal? What's my goal? How many kids you want? Do you want kids? You know, I have kids now. Is that okay? Or is that bad? You know, I'm celibate. Like, shit like that. We have to have these conversations because people now, they avoid these conversations because they may be scared of the answer. So, to keep the facade of, oh, I, I met a good man. Oh. Oh, I met a man that does this, that does that. They avoid having these real conversations because by having real conversations, sometimes, well, depending on what the man say, it may kill your idea of a dream man. Now, we got to get past that. We have to. And we got we to gotta be honest. We got to speak the truth. Ooh, you a lie. Don't be lying. And I say that because, like, when you lie, when you let time go by and you don't have these conversations, then what happens? Eventually, you may fall in love with a man. And now you fall in love, and now a year goes by, a year and a half goes by, two years go by, and now by you skipping those conversations, now if the truth comes out, you may be too deep in love with him to walk away. And that's the issue we see a lot of times, where people, they avoid having real conversations for so long to where the truth comes out, but now you love him too much or you love her too much, and now you feel like, you know what? This person, that's not what I want, but I love them, so I'm willing to work with it. So he don't want kids, so now let me adjust my whole fucking life to fit him. No, sis, we're not doing that. And that's why I feel like it is important, it is vital to have these conversations. Now, I know that some of these episodes, they be heavy, they be tough, but if you guys can't come on here and get a dose of the real shit, then why are you coming back? This is lunchroom chatter. Like when I was in high school, like we had real conversations at lunchtime. You know, of course we joked, we made fun of each other. You know, we, you know, we just, we, we had silly times, but we also have real conversations because real conversations matter, especially now, <laughs> especially now, man. And, and the world we live, what the fuck is that? I thought my son was in the background being loud. Shit, I told y'all, we do this shit live. We in the crib. Uh-uh, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Uh-uh. But 
like I said, these real conversations matter, especially now. And we're going to get to this shit later about Facebook and Instagram. And I believe WhatsApp, where the shit went down over the weekend for about six hours. Motherfuckers lost their mind. They couldn't breathe because Facebook was down for, I believe it was a, it was Tuesday. Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp went down for six hours. And motherfuckers act like the world stopped. And that showed me right there how powerful these apps are and how a lot of people really, they rely on these apps for their their everyday existence. But before I even get into that, man, I believe I got another voicemail somewhere. I'm trying to find this shit, man. I cannot find this bitch. Ah, here we go. Okay. Now, again, the question was, if you are in a relationship with a guy and the guy tells you, I want you, but not the kids, what would you do? So I don't personally have children, but I feel like if I had children, they would be an extension of myself. And because I am selfish, the idea of someone not wanting me, which also to me means not wanting my kids yep, yep. around. Mm-hmm. I, I can't get with that. Mm. What else you got to say? Like for me, no amount of money can keep my children from being around me. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a parent and that's your thing, then do you, boo. But, you know, they have to come back and take care of you when they get older. <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure they're going to remember something like you giving them up for some man. Mm. Y'all heard her. She said, don't give up your kids for that. Don't do it. Don't give up your kids for that. Uh Uh-uh, we're not doing that. We're not doing that, man. But so what have we learned here, ladies? Even fellas, what have we learned here? Fellas, first of all, do not make a woman choose between you or the kids because a lot of women out here, some may choose you and that's the crazy shit. Again, that's not your fault. But that is why I speak to the woman so much because like guys, like even myself, like sometimes we may use manipulation as a way to get you to to get you to do something that we want. Now, is that good? No. But that is why I believe as a woman, you have to have the smarts, you have to have the maturity, you know, the the wherewithal, just the insight to know when to say no. Like, I don't give a fuck what a man say or if he uses money as a way to kind of persuade you. Like, once you say no, stick by your no. But in this situation here, like, should should no man ever on earth be able to woo you or swindle you and have you pick him instead of your kids, man. But um, I want to segue into some shit real quick now. As you, Well, some of you guys may not know, but I believe Mike Epps got married last year to a new wife. But today a clip came out of Mike Epps. His ex-wife came out and she said that Mike Epps was still fucking her when he was with his now wife. She said that even after they got divorced and he was seeing his now wife, Mike Epps was still having sex with his ex-wife. Now, this is what his ex-wife said. I got the clip pulled up. Now it's messy. It's messy. Because women, like, what do you what do you like what do you always say? Every time a man comes out or Ray J or somebody speaks on Kim Kardashian, y'all say it's that that's messy. Let the past be the past. Y'all say all that. So Please ha- keep that same energy. Don't change now. We have an ex-wife coming out saying that, you know, Mike Epps, he he now has a new wife, but he was still sleeping with me while with her. Why would you do that? Why? I don't uh, see shit like that. Uh uh-uh, uh. See? Ooh, you a lie. You better be lying, cause mm. Oh my God. But this is what Mike Epps ex-wife said it's messy and i know for a fact as a man like with his ex-wife coming out saying this mike epps gonna have a long fucking day man like shit i know like the the minute he wakes up or he gets home that's gonna be an argument but you know i gotta bring you the shit man brand new episode man right here brand new lcp this is what mike epps ex-wife had to say Okay, so now you you're being you you're trolling with people women on Twitter and all that, mm-hmm. 
And then I made a comment on that. Well, I did something just like some eyes looking like I see you. Okay. Okay. So now you're on a blog with your new wife. Y'all walking in New York. You still married to me. Mm. And then and still having sex with me. Ooh. Then then all of a sudden now you're filing for divorce. You still was having sex with me after that. Mm. Okay. So now I'm now I'm thinking that at some point it clicked. Not too long after the filing, I'm like, okay, so this person is in a place where they feel like they want to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They file for divorce. Why would I fight for something for you? You not you're not being right towards me in your actions. Hmm. I want to boo her now. Based on what she say, well, I'm not sure if they have kids together. I mean, if they have kids together, then um, of course they would still keep some kind of contact. But I feel like it's some shit going on behind closed doors. Because if Mike Epps married or he moved on, like even if, matter of fact, I take that back. Because even if, for example, right, okay, if I'm if I'm married to a woman and we divorce and she moves on, and if me and me and her are still having sex in a way, and then. You know, she gets married and now it's a year or two after my ex-wife married somebody. I'm still not going to come out no matter what was said and expose them for having sex sex with me. I'm not going to do that. Because, first of all, it's messy. Now, if we have kids together, that makes it even more messier. You have dad, you have mom who are no longer together. But you're exposing personal business. Now... Again, I know we right like now we live in like the day and age now where, oh, I got to expose you. I'm going to expose you for clout. You said this about me. So now I'm going to go online and now I'm going to expose you back. Like we got to get past that shit, man. That shit ain't cool, man. It's toxic. It's counterproductive and shit like that. It does nothing but create animosity, hatred and anger for people who we have to keep in contact with forever. I say this all the time with um the whole baby mama, baby daddy shit. Like you chose that person. So if you have a, if you're a woman or you're a man and you hate your child's other father or other mom, you chose them. Like someone can choose you, but until you choose that person back, nothing matters. So when I see women online going on and, you know, troll their baby dad, oh, my baby daddy ain't shit. He does, he don't do nothing. He don't do nothing. But, you know, Christmas coming up, he ain't going to buy my kids shit. You chose him. You did. That's why I stay all the time that when you meet a person, even going back to the, um, the voicemail from the woman, you have to ask these questions from the beginning. Don't just meet, have sex, and then you still want a man or woman to be there for you and see you the same kind of way because... I compare it to having a job. If you start a job and somebody gives you a check for $5 million on day one, meaning the pussy, like the vagina is precious. That should be a goal that is reserved for a man who proves that he is worthy of having you. Again, I'm not speaking a woman. You know, if you're a woman out there and you want to fuck a man the first day, by all means, do you. Let's clap it up. Do you do you. You want to sleep with a man the first day? Have fun. But I'm saying that that should be reserved for a man who ultimately proves that he is worthy of having your love, your loyalty, and your affection. And just to be able to lay down with somebody and their bodies intertwine. Like, I cannot do that if I meet you the first day because there's no connection. So, again, if you start a job and somebody give you a paycheck for $5 million on day one, you're not going to show up the same way after that. If you do, you're going to show up. You're going to be lazy. You're going to bullshit. You're going to do a half-assed job because somebody somebody already gave you the paycheck on day one. And that's why I feel like having sex in the beginning, it is counterproductive and it is toxic and it is dangerous in regards to a relationship. Now, I know some of you guys say, because I've heard it before, well, if I don't have sex with him, then how do I know if the sex is good? That shit don't mean nothing, man. It don't. It don't, man. But, man, it's some shit I've seen this morning, man. Like, it's so many fucking challenges going around on TikTok, on Instagram. Now, I've seen some shit go. Hold on. Let me pull this shit up. But I've seen the challenge going around where I believe they said that um in the month of October, 
the challenge is you got to smack a teacher. Let me stay silent for a second so y'all can let that shit marinate. They said the challenge for the month of October on TikTok for high school kids is the smack a teacher challenge. Like, do y'all see the bullshit, man? That's why I always speak about social media and how it plays a heavy part in the actions of teens, but even adults. Like to even have challenges like that where smacking a teacher is the fucking shit. Now, you know, going back to when I was in um in high school, like social media, it wasn't the way it was now. Like we didn't have all the shit they have now. You know, we had um we had Instagram and shit like that, but it's dangerous now, man. Like even going back a couple years where they had the challenge where you gotta get in the bathtub. You got to put lighter fluid on you and set your body on fire. That was a challenge. But the crazy part was that even adults was doing this shit. And that's where we seg- we segue into what happened on Tuesday with um Facebook going down for six hours. And how motherfuckers, was, they was losing their shit. Oh my God, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. Motherfuckers kept going to the app, refreshing the app, knowing damn well the app is down. But um, I want to play you guys this news clip, man. Again, there is a shit going around in the month of October where the goal is to smack a teacher. But, But again, this news report is from WVTM 13 be tolerated. Well, there's concern from educators across central Alabama about these school TikTok challenges. There's a list circulating online that has a challenge for each month on the social media platform. The challenge for the month of October, slap a teacher. The Jefferson County District Attorney Danny Carr is weighing in on this TikTok challenge. He says students who participate could face a list of ramifications from being kicked out of school to a felony conviction. You know, your life changes before it ever gets started. So there are long lasting effects other than uh, meeting that challenge or the one moment of laughter. Um, there are long lasting effects that kids need to be alive and families need to sit and talk to their kids about it. South Florida Teachers Unions sending out a warning about a new TikTok challenge that targets teachers. The social media platform is already being blamed for students damaging bathrooms for something called devious licks likes. And now we're learning there are new destructive challenges being proposed for months to come. Local 10's Ian Margul is live with what parents need to know. Ian. So there is a list already written out. It goes month by month telling kids what to do and film it and put it on TikTok. It is a very concerning trend for school districts here in South Florida, and they are sending out a warning to parents tonight. New TikTok challenges encouraging kids to wreak havoc in schools are going viral, and South Florida schools leaders want it to stop. Not only are our camera systems recording these events, but students themselves are recording it and doing it and posting the criminal act online for everyone to see. This list of monthly challenges is floating around social media right now. September's was the Devious Licks Challenge, where students vandalized school bathrooms and hallways and even stole from teachers. Starting in October, though, a new, even more disturbing challenge is supposed to start, slapping or hitting a school staff member. It is not acceptable that they think it's funny or cute or it's a challenge to go out and destroy and now to hurt. Students we spoke with had mixed reactions about the vandalism, but they all said assaulting a teacher goes way too far. It's going way too far because if the staff member put their hands on them, then it's going to be a problem when their parents come out. It's like, your child put your hands on an adult. Teach your child, don't put your hands on an adult. The Broward Teachers Union has advised any teacher that is hit to press charges. And Miami-Dade School Superintendent Alberto Carvalho echoed that sentiment. Let me pause it right there. Fuck pressing charges. If I'm a teacher and I'm in middle school, high school, and a child comes up and hit me, I got to sit back and, and just, I got to accept that? I got to sit back and just deal with it? And, oh, call 911, press charges? Hell no. Somebody child can smack the fuck up. I'm, hey, it is what it is. I don't promote violence on against the youth, against anybody. But if you're a teacher 
and somebody does a TikTok challenge on you, walks up to you, smacks you in the face, fuck a charge, bitch. You better pick up that chair. Wah, wah. We, we're not doing that shit. Because these challenges, they are getting out of hand. It's getting crazy, man. It's getting fucking, it's, it's getting insane at this point. Like, I see why, I seen a report the other day that so many teachers are quitting their jobs because you already don't get paid enough. So to not get paid enough and still on top of that, have to endure these fucking challenges. Kids in the classroom dancing, not acting right, being destructive, the constant fights, no suspensions happening. Like kids don't get suspended now the way they used to when I was in school because this, this like the school district, they have gotten soft. The schools are soft now. They don't hold these kids accountable. So teachers having to deal with that. But now having their, their I, I said their lives put at risk because. Okay, if you're imagine you're a, a woman, you're 30, 30 years old, 35 years old, or even older. And you're like you're slim, you're frail, you're petite. And a child comes up behind you, a male child, and he smacks the shit out of you. Now you fall, you pass out, and you hit your head on the ground. Like you can die. Like we've seen so many instances where those things have happened. Where a, a teacher or even an adult's life was put at risk. Remember a couple of years back they had the knockout challenge where the youth or even grown adults walked up to people on the street, men and women, young and old, and they punched them in the face. And some people died from that challenge of getting knocked out and having your head smashed against the concrete. Like this, the world we live in now, this, the world we live in now, Speaking of that, um, I seen somebody post some shit earlier on um, Instagram and I don't want to say I took offense to it, but I feel like it is very counterproductive. Now, somebody said in regards to women being abducted, raped, robbed, or just violent crimes in general. Now, somebody said, stop telling women to be safe and be alert and start telling these men to act right. Woman being followed home and attacked daily by you bozos. Now, I know reading that it sounds it sounds great. It sounds, you know, like it's true. But I feel like it is it's counterproductive because there's nothing wrong with telling a woman to be safe and be alert. Like, do y'all see the fucking world we live in now where you can't even shop for food at Publix without being shot dead. You can't go to a concert in Vegas without being sniped and killed from the hotel balcony. You can't go to work on 9-11 in the World Trade Center without 3,000 people being murdered just for going to work. On that same day, you had people take airplanes. Like A lot of you guys take flights and fly every day. Imagine taking a flight in mid-flight, your, your plane get hijacked. You hear through the loudspeaker, hey, we have a bomb on board. The plane has been hijacked. Everybody sit down. And now you're sitting down in your seat, looking out the window, praying that this plane lands safely. And now you see your plane go closer and closer to the World Trade Center. You go there at full speed. You're about 10 minutes away or 10 seconds rather from crashing into the World Trade Center. It happened. That's reality. So, so don't ever say, oh, stop telling women to be alert and to be aware and tell men to act right. Yes, men should act right, but we can't control somebody else's mental capacity once they step out the house. We can't control that shit. So, like, even for myself, like, I'm a black man. But once I step out my apartment, my head is on a swivel because I never know what somebody else is going through that day. You don't know. Like, somebody who may be mentally sound may have gone through a breakup. They may have lost their mom. They may have lost all their money last night gambling. 
you don't know what somebody else is going through. And depending on that, the shit may get, it, it might get dangerous for you. But then on the flip side, there are people out here with simply bad intentions. Bad intentions, man. Now, I want to take a quick break and um, I want to get into the fucking story. Now, a lot of you guys may know this story, man. It's it's um in the news right now. It's very current. Of a young woman, she lived in an um an apartment complex. Now, she was supposedly killed by the maintenance worker who worked at that apartment complex. Now, that's that's some scary shit. Like a lot of you guys who listen to this podcast, you guys live alone. So imagine living alone. There's a maintenance worker at your apartment complex. And again, they have the key to every single apartment on the complex. Now, this man likes you. He's trying to come on to you. He's trying to get to know you on a physical level. And you say no. You say no. And now he uses his maintenance master key to get inside your apartment before you. And ultimately, you end up dead. So, for this segment, um, I'm I'm gonna try and get Queen E on the on the phone, or I'm gonna see if she if um she could swing through so we can have a conversation on this topic because I feel like it's it's very serious, man. But uh, as always, we have to protect women. We have to protect those we love and those we care about. But never, never stop telling the woman you love, even the men, to be aware. Be safe and stay alert because that can save someone's life. Because I never want those I love and those I care about to step outside the house and be naive or think that tomorrow is promised because it's not. Again, we can't control a lot of shit that happened. We can go on target today and be shot dead. But we have to just be alert. So if you're on target and you see like a man, you know, just... Like shit just look weird And like your senses get heightened And you be like yo shit it don't feel right That's what I mean when I say be alert It's not about being paranoid It's about always knowing that something can happen In a split second And of course you want to be able to react And just save yourself and save those you care about So never stop telling somebody to stay safe Stay alert and just be aware, man. But um, we're going to take a quick break and um, I want to get into the story. I want to have a, I, I don't want to say a deep dive, but I want to have a discussion about situations like this and what can we do to protect the woman, to protect those we care about. And also, like what should be done to maybe prevent men from doing this in the future, even though I think nothing can be done because you can't control or you can't really Understand the mental capacity of people you work with Because like I said Someone can be great Have a bad day And tomorrow show up at work with a gun We don't know But we're going to take a quick break man It's your man Johnny Schultz LCP Lunchroom Tether Podcast Man you guys stay tuned As in, as always man You guys can support Cash app Dollar sign NYC story 718 um, Instagram Lunchroom Chatter Pod Again, you guys can click the link in any episode description. It says become a supporter and you can become a monthly supporter for as low as $1. So you can support the podcast for $12 a year. Come on. $12 a year to support a great independent black owned platform, man. But I'll be back, man. It's your man, Johnny Schultz, LCP. Brand new LCP. Welcome back, man, to the LCP. Now I tried to get Queen E on the podcast on the phone, but um, I think when I tried to get her on, I think she was performing at the One Music Fest with the FAMU marching band. Let's clap it at one time for the homecoming they was having at the at the One Music Fest on Saturday. Now I went um to the. <laughs> This shit wasn't even supposed to be a segment on the podcast, man. But I tell you, man, like, I don't record these episodes in one sitting. Now, I know some of you guys think I do, but sometimes you may get a full episode that was recorded over the span of a week because I get busy. I'm a father. I work. 
I simply got shit I got to do. But um, I went to the One Music Fest yesterday, man. And matter of fact, I want to clap it up for them putting on it. You know, it was a dope ass show. But um, first of all, man, now Ron Osley. We all know Ron Osley is a legend. The motherfuckers dope. The Osley brothers, man, they played the huge part in our childhood. The Osley brothers probably, they probably the reason why a lot of motherfuckers is even alive. Like our grandma, our mama was getting her back blown out to the Osley brothers. But Ron Osley, man, he was struggling yesterday. Now, like it pains me to say this, but when Ron Osley first came out, it was tough. Now, I know he's 80 years old. He came out. He was holding on to the rail. When he first came out, he was lip syncing. You know, they showed him on the screen. You know, he was lip syncing. The, like, the words didn't match the song that was playing. The backtrack, you know, like the, the song that was playing over his voice was about five seconds behind him actually singing. The shit ain't sound good. I don't know if the sound was fucked up. I don't know if it was just me. But then people to the left, to the right started saying, yo, he, he don't sound good. So I'm like, damn, this motherfucker 80 years old, but let's clap it up for Ron Osley. Anyway, man, but Lil Wayne. Now, Lil Wayne, he was the last performer yesterday. I believe his set time was from 8.30 to 9.45. Now, 8.30 came, well, first of all, let's, let's get back to Burner Boy. Now, Burner Boy... I don't know who the fuck that is, but I know he has a big following, a massive fan base. He was supposed to perform, I believe, at 6.30. He canceled. So they called T.I. last minute. T.I. came down, you know, had a dope-ass show, dope-ass set. He shut the shit down for over an hour. Let's clap it up for T.I., man. To come through last minute and drop a dope-ass set like that, I got to give him, you know, I got to give him a hand clap. But Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is a trash motherfucker, man. Now, he's a legend. I know. His set time was 8.30. You know, the whole day, everybody showed up on time. Big Crit, on time. Big Boy, on time. The Lock, one time for the Locks. The Locks, they came, they they showed the fuck out. Sheik, Luch, Styles, P, Jada. I mean, they, they played hit after hit after hit. Shit sounded immaculate. The shit sounded like fucking perfection. They came out on time. Now, fast forward 830. Lil Wayne supposed to come out. Everybody on stage waiting. You got DC Young Fly on stage. You got Big Tigger. Everybody waiting for Lil Wayne. 845 come along. Big Tigger still out there. Crowd getting restless. They playing the same songs over and over. Swag Surf, Versace by the Migos. They playing the same songs, you know, to kind of get the crowd to stay hype. Nine o'clock come. At this time, it's 30 minutes after Lil Wayne was supposed to have his little ass on stage. So the crowd get restless. Start like, yo, where Lil Wayne at? Even Big Tigger was like, bruh, it's not my fault. I'm just, yo. I'm on stage. I'm waiting just like you guys. Don't boo me. Don't blame me. I got to wake up early to do my morning show. And you motherfuckers got me waiting, man. (laughs) Like, so 9.15 come. Somebody take a water bottle and throw the shit on stage at, um, I believe it was Lil Wayne's DJ. Took a water bottle. Threw that shit on stage. So Lil Wayne's DJ says, he says, I don't give a fuck. You're not messing up my set. I got paid already. So at that point, I'm like, okay. So like this, the kind of shit we doing. So we know you a marquee act. You know, Lil Wayne is a marquee artist. So you're not just taking your fucking time. So 930 come along. Again, this is one hour after Lil Wayne was supposed to had already been on stage. So at this point, I'm like, I'm leaving. Somebody said, no, wait an extra 10 minutes. He going to come out. So 940 come along. Y'all think Lil Wayne came out? No. Motherfucker still ain't come out. So at this point, I, I start leaving. I walk across the whole fucking park. I get to the exit. Guess who come to the stage? Lil Wayne. Y'all think I turned around? Hell fucking no, because it is inconsiderate. Like, I understand he's a legend. He's an icon. 
But it is like that's some Lauren Hill shit. It's inconsiderate to like to know you got motherfuckers out there. We standing up. We don't got no seats and shit. So to have your fans out there standing the fuck up the whole fucking time and you in the back and you going to come out an hour and a half late. That that's some bullshit, man. But um I want to give a big shout out to my guy Grip. Now Grip is a He's a dope-ass upcoming artist. You know, he just signed the um, Eminem's record label, Shady Records, a couple weeks back. Just released a new project, man. But Grip is a fucking dope-ass rapper. He's from the city. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. Now, Grip performed early. Like I said, he's a new act. Grip performed at around maybe 4 o'clock, 3.30-ish. And it wasn't too many people out there for his set. But the fact that he still put on a dope-ass show, and I just hope that he stays encouraged because every new act, every new artist has to go through the process of, you know, people standing around not really singing along because they don't know your music. But, I mean, he put his all into it. He had a dope-ass set. You know, he was energized. He was entertained. So I want to give a... I want to take a moment, to man, to give a shout-out to my guy, Grip. So... Matter of fact, let me play a song, man, to kind of get you guys on to my man Grippin, kind of let you guys know the content in which he has in his music. So this this was from his project in 2019 called Snub Nose. This song is called Press. Uh, my stomach growling puts my little sister in the bro, gotta eat too Go tell somebody you love, you pursuing your dreams and watch how they treat you I need healing and a blessing, mama dealing with depression I know cause I deal with it daily, but still gon' kill it in the session This is bigger than the flexing, money cars and a gold necklace I gotta heat up for my team, I can't go on cold stretches Just that living in the car, scribbling the bars, having slept in days and giving your wall to this music so you and your girl just go your separate ways. It hurts when there's nothing left to say. She needs time, but I can't put that time aside. It's either take off with these raps or I live all my days. Slaving at a nine to five. Sorry, I can't do no nine to five. It's not that I'm lazy, but I know my worth in this way more than what they will pay me. Should you probably think that I'm crazy? And I hope this money is save me. But I know this money won't save me. At least it can't help out my babies. With college tuition or something. I'm peeling back layer after layer after layer. It's like I'm peeling onions. More flavor for the soul food. Dish it to them over pro tools. Wash it down with a cold brew. Bills to pay and everybody pull. Eviction notice ain't nowhere to go. Now I'm back and laying on the floor. Mama say she praying for me though. Getting high to take me from the lows. At any time my pistol might blow. Cause pressure buzz pipes I know. Sally made three thou EBT balance on speed dial I barely get any sleep now I need a pressure relief valve Bitch you not ask me to freestyle I can't do shit for the free free I can't do shit off a GP Mama was pawning the TV We borrow money from aunties Talking no heat in the winter uh, Then with some weeks to remember Fuckers we eating for dinner Heating water in the microwave Creepy candle lit until the light get paid And even when the crib was pitch black Mama said we gon' see brighter days Bills to pay and everybody pull Eviction notice ain't nowhere to go Now I'm back and laying on the floor Mama say she praying for me though Getting high to take me from the lows At any time my pistol might blow Cause pressure buzz pipes I know 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 
like I said, man, that's my guy, Grip. This song is from his his project in 2019, entitled Snub Nose. Song is called Press. One more time, man. Shout out to my guy, Grip. Now, what I was trying to call Queen E about was the situation. I'm sure you guys know. I believe the situation happened in Florida. It was um involving the young lady. I believe she was in her early 20s. Um, let me see. What was her name? I want to get her real name because I really want to have a discussion about this shit. I think her name was Maya Marcano. Now, that was the woman who was sadly murdered, police believe, by the maintenance man in her apartment complex. Now, the shit scared me. It scared the fuck out of me, man. And I say that because, like I told you guys before, I'm a visual thinker. So, in a situation like this, like, how was this young woman supposed to protect herself? Now, we all have lived in apartments in our life, whether it be apartments in general, a college dorm, or some shit that's kind of similar. And we all have seen the maintenance man. Now, imagine as a woman, your maintenance man likes you. He likes you. He want to be with you now. You turn him down. I don't know what the fuck happened in this situation. But the maintenance man ended up using his master key to go inside this woman's apartment. Now, if that's not an invasion of privacy... You know, just abusing the authority you do have, then I don't know what the fuck else to call it. Like, I live in a, a nice, calm apartment complex community in Atlanta. And if there was a female maintenance woman and she came inside my fucking apartment, I'm pissed the fuck off. Like, even if I'm not here and you knock on my door and you come in to service my apartment, don't just walk in my shit unless you call me the day before and let me know, yo, you know, if you're not home, I'm going to go in. I'm going to fix your shit. Like, don't just come inside my apartment. But Maya Marcano, the nigga just walked in. He walked in and police believe he waited for her in her apartment. She came home and what the fuck happened, happened. Now, I want to play for... This is from News 4 Jacksonville. Listen to this shit, man, because people are trying to figure out, I guess, how can women protect themselves in this situation? But um, before I continue, let's jump into the news clip. This is from News 4 Jacksonville. Out of Central Florida, a young woman has been found dead. She had been missing for several days. Now, detectives believe that a maintenance man at her apartment complex who had a master key to her unit got in. He was waiting for her when she got home, and then he's being looked at as a person of interest in her homicide. He is now dead by suicide, and it raises so many questions about safety and security at local apartment mm. complexes. This is Evan. She has concerns because she lives alone. She's a single woman hmm. and she wants to protect herself. So we're taking her concerns to our crime and safety expert, Ken Jefferson, to let you know how you can protect yourself and your loved ones. That's story. Like I said, after this, um, the case came out, you have other black women, white women, you know, Hispanics who live alone thinking like, like, how can I, how the fuck can I protect myself in that situation? When you got the maintenance man, someone who worked for the fucking apartment complex, using his master key and coming inside my apartment now, as you guys may have also heard or even heard outside of the podcast, the, the, um, the suspect in this case, he committed suicide. So now, even if police 100% confirmed that he was the person who killed Maya, then how can justice be served when the guy is dead? Now, Come to find out a couple days ago, police, um, well, not the police, um, the family released a video of them confronting the maintenance man. The family had already believed that the maintenance man was the guy responsible. This was before they even found her body. So the family confronted the maintenance man as he was speaking to police. The police ain't do shit at the time. They said, yo, we don't have no evidence. So. After the conversation, they let him go. But I want to play you guys 
the family confronting the maintenance man as the maintenance man speaks to the police. I'm telling you, this shit is fucking crazy, man. It's crazy. Like I said, just putting myself in a, in a, um, a position of a single woman living alone and trying to feel safe and dying at the hands of what police believe to be the maintenance man of the apartment complex. But listen to this shit, man. Again, this is the family confronting the suspect. This is, I got no words for this shit, man. Let me fast forward a little bit. Because me and for Tati me. were conversating about it, so I finally, it came okay, up. But Should Tati I go and see someone, if I see anything? No one knows Tati. That's my whole thing. Not Tati even the roommate knows Tati. She's can, an employee, but you keep saying Tati is a friend and that you've all hung out together. No one here knows Tati. All her well, other friends all showed up. Her closest people? friends that live in the complex were all here with us early on. No one knows Tati. Only you. Whoever Tati is and Tati's on the phone, she shouldn't even be on the phone right now. As of right now, you have you sent obsessive texts to Mia. We have all seen the texts. You talked about giving her your life savings. You cash out her money. Damn. You claimed that you weren't in touch. Let's pause it. Hold on. So the family said that, yo, we seen the text. Of you being obsessed with her. Now, I know some of you motherfuckers out there going to say, well, you know, she was texting them. I, look, I don't give a fuck if she texts them or if she ain't text them or not. The, like, texting a man is not a death sentence. So, I know it's motherfuckers out there who going to play devil's advocate, who going to try to go against the grain. Well, you know, if she ain't really want the attention, she shouldn't have been. No, we're not doing that. Because texting a man, I don't give a fuck if you lead a man on 100% and then at the last second you change your mind. It does not equal death. Again, I'm not saying that that's what happened here or that she led him on. I'm just trying to make sure we don't get to that point of victim blaming. Because, like I said, okay, let's put that that, that situation on myself. If I'm talking to a woman, right, and she leads me on. Oh, I want to sleep with you. I want to do this. Oh, I want to have sex. And then it gets to the point of sex about to happen. And then she changes her mind. She is allowed to do so. Like a woman changing her mind does not give me the right to kill her. And again, I'm not saying that this is what happened, but I'm trying to make sure we are not victim blaming in this situation. But let's get back into the video. As a matter of fact, we're going to get a police report to pull your phone records if that's the case. There's evidence of, of obsession. Of some, you're fascinated with it's me. It's not only from my side, so don't try to make this. No one, like I'm no one's saying that. It takes. She's so not here to defend herself right obviously now. Obviously, she's missing. So we're talking to and you, I who've been going back and forth that. on time. Right, that so is your family. Right. But until we figure out what's going on, just don't beat me up. Nobody's no beating you up. I'm guilty. Well, you you put yourself here? in the middle right here. You brought yourself over here. Because we're concerned. You're concerned. Why weren't you concerned hours ago? I just found out. All right, cool, no problem. So In the t- first so few how did, hours, how did Tati find out? We didn't think it was serious. I don't even know how Tati found oh, out. Somebody's missing, me. and you don't think it's serious? Someone maybe that they hanging out. Uh, they got this place right here. They go downtown. I don't know. Maybe her phone's off. I don't know where she. She would use somebody's phone and call her dad. I could, oh, her grandmother, somebody. She, would she was supposed to show up for a flight and didn't okay. show up. Hmm. Hold on, let's pause. Damn, all these fucking ads popping up. But like I said, man, it's tough, man. But um, like I said, sadly, a couple days after this, well, that confrontation took place, the guy killed himself. Let's boot this motherfucker, man. Cause, like I said, it's tough with these situations, man. Being a visual thinker and you know seeing 
these kind of situations play out. Now, to segue from that, to speak about something else now, there was a situation which um you guys probably heard about of the, the little girl. I, I think her name was, was it Nevaeh? I believe she was Nevaeh Adams. You know, she was killed by um the mom and her boyfriend. Now, when the, like when um the girl went missing before they found the two-year-old's body, the mom was on a TV interview crying and pleading for the public to help find her daughter. Now, to me, that's some sick, like some sick shit. Like to play a part in the death of your daughter, but then going on the news cameras crying about the death. Well, crying about your daughter being missing and she shouldn't. Matter of fact, let me just play you guys the video. Y'all know I'll be having this shit pulled up because I like I want y'all to hear this shit. If I got to hear the shit, y'all got to hear the shit too, man. But again, this was the mom of, sadly, the deceased two-year-old Nevaeh Adams. Now, the girl died at the hands of the mom and the boyfriend. But this was before the body was found. The mom was on the news station pleading for her daughter to come home. Mm-mm-mm. How old is your baby girl and what, how do you say her name? She's two years old. Her name is Nevea. We call her Nunu. That's what she goes by. And tell me what's happening tonight. Um, what's happening right now? Uh, right now. This bitch sound guilty. Um, the last time that I've heard, because I've been at work all day, was that the kids went down for a nap around 1 o'clock. Um, the big kids got home. They said the door was open and Nevea was missing. That's all I really know. Nevea, before I left to go to work, Nevea was with him to drop me off. She had on a yellow dress. It had some pink in it. It had pineapples on it. Nevea's not known for wandering around. I never once had to correct Nevea for even leaving the house without an adult. Nevea knows better. Mm. Like to say a two-year-old child knows better. Like, my son was too. My son was all over the fucking place. Like, it was tough as hell to keep an eye on my son, you know, at that time. So, to say a two-year-old child knows better, man. But, like I said, man, I know my friend said that over the past couple of weeks, I've been dropping some hard, like, some hard episodes with some heavy topics. I feel like if I'm not doing my due diligence, if I'm not, you know, taking the time to actually talk about these real issues then it's tough man but um i want to give a shout out to real quick um to one of my friends online now today she posted something online which i feel was powerful and i feel like i want to end on this note now she posted and she said i'm taking a self-care day today is it weird to take myself on a date now i want to clap it up man Cause to even start that conversation or even realize that, you know, I need to do shit for myself. It's fucking powerful, man. Because like we shouldn't feel bad. Like all too often people, men and women, we get caught up in everyday life, you know, being a husband, being a wife, being a boyfriend, being a girlfriend, being a mom working. And we tend to forget about ourselves. We tend to forget about the fact that, We have things that we enjoy outside of just being a mom, outside of just being a spouse. And it is okay, and we should not feel guilty for wanting to enjoy those things in private. Or, for example, if I want to wake up and, you know, and go, like, hike the waterfalls by myself or, like, go to a comedy show by myself, I should not feel guilty or feel like I'm a bad dad if I want to leave my son at his grandma's house with his aunt or something like that. And I want to enjoy and like have a whole day to myself because self care is very important. Like I said before, like my mental health was at its lowest when I neglected myself. Now I spoke about before about the fact that in the past I wanted to commit suicide. I had planned it out and I got to that point because I had lost, I lost track of who I was. Like I was just so focused on, my family, my friends, school, doing this, doing that, to where I I just had completely forgot about John A. Schultz and the fact that I have a life too. I have passions. I have, you know, 
goals and things I want to reach that don't involve just being a dad, don't involve just being, you know, a son, a brother. Like, there are things that we want to accomplish or achieve personally, and we should be allowed to do that, man. So everybody out there, women and men, do not feel ashamed. Do not feel like you got to be embarrassed or do not, you know, let no let do not let nobody make you feel guilty if you need a self-care day, man. You want a day to yourself. You got an off day. You want to stay home and watch all your TV shows. You want to binge watch, you know, squid games and shit all day by yourself. Do it. It is okay. Like having a self-care day to where you take the time, you take a step back and you focus on yourself for the whole day does not make you a bad friend, does not make you a bad son, a daughter, does not make you a bad parent. It means that you need a breather too, man. Like not having a breather, like not having that self-care day can lead to built up frustration, which you sometimes may take out on your kids, your family, or even yourself in regards to depression, suicide. So everybody out there, Take a self-care day. Remember that you matter too, man. So I know some of you guys work five, six days a week. But if you, if you have that one day and you want to relax at home all day, do it. You want to go to a comedy show, do it. You want to go to the park and, you know, get some nice food and read a magazine, do it. Like, you matter too. So don't neglect yourself worrying about what everybody else is doing. It's okay as a parent to take a step back, have a self-care day, and also remember that you matter too. It's your man John A. Schultz. We checking out. Again, you guys can support. Click the link in the bio of this podcast. You guys can become a monthly supporter for as low as $1. My cash app is dollar sign NYC story 718. Keep telling your friends. Keep streaming. Keep sharing. Keep reposting. I love you guys. John A. Schultz. We out there, bitch. Brand new LCP.